All right, guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Hanson Athletics Radio. Today, I wanted to cover some topics we've been getting on the Facebook feed, uh, as well as some questions uh, directly from parents for athletes coming to the gym. And today, we're going to talk about kind of mental toughness of the kids we work with, uh, what trends, what trends we're seeing. And our opinion on how you can help your kid become mentally tougher, uh, be able to succeed through failure, and potentially be more resilient to not only in sport, but in life. Um, we tend to do a good job with that. This is the feedback from our clients. Um, the parents let us know that they've been seeing huge shifts in the confidence of their athletes. And I think it really comes down to a simple concept and that concept itself is being okay and somewhat comfortable with failure, um, which sounds obviously as something that's not ingrained in us as a child. And I think it's getting even more so detrimental because of all the eyes that are on these kids. So, Think about back in the day, if you're older and you listen to this, when you know you were under scrutiny, maybe when you're playing your sport, you're at practice, whatnot. Um, but nowadays, these kids are exposed all the time. There's a lot of eyes on what they're doing. There's a lot of people sharing their opinions on what they're doing. And it's created a culture of people that are even more so scared to fail than is normal okay kids are terrified to stand out in a way which sounds funny because you'll see all the time kids are standing out more and more so with like their lifestyle they're more open to different lifestyles they are going to express themselves more freely potentially than we did when we were younger but i think that that's all within the realm of them still fitting in because that's what's normal right now um, what I've noticed is, for example, if we get a new group of kids in the gym, even people, it's not even have to be new. We have kids in the gym in some dynamics of groups. There's kids. If there's not a kid willing to stand out, they all seem to shuffle into line. And that's not only not messing up, but that's also not standing out on a performance side. So let's say we announce a drill. The kids know what it is, even if they've done it a thousand times. They are still nervous to be the first one to go. Um, even if they know they're the best at the drill, we'll have people that know they're the best at, for example, bounding. And and we'll say, okay, let's get our bounds in. And they need prodding to go before the other kids because they don't want to stand out. They don't want all the eyes on them. So I think this is a problem that's always been around. It's just it's uh, getting amplified by social media and by how connected we are. Um, but really I think the main thing we do in here, like the, if I was going to narrow it down to one thing is we get kids comfortable with failing and it's as simple as that. Uh, we make it a safe place for them to fail. We support them. Uh, we talk to them about how, Hey, this is not a bad thing. Failure is not a bad thing. This is how we progress. Um, so it's, it's slowly picking away at that mindset that, uh, failing is bad. And I think, I see it in every age group, in adults, in grandparents, and kids. And it's one of the main things that holds a lot of people back is they're afraid to fail. Although, 
there's not really a lot of growth unless you're willing to fail and you're willing to put yourself out there and learn. You can't learn without failing. Okay. So when a parent asks, you know, how do I make my kids mentally tougher? Uh, my basic answer would be to support them through failure, to give them room to make mistakes, and to connect with them on a level that uh, isn't always reprimanding them for making mistakes. So it's teaching and supporting and pushing them in a direction that's, that's going to help them make either a better decision or a better performance the next time. Um, and that comes with a lot of annoying positivity. Okay, so there'll be times you don't want to be positive, you want to be angry, you would think they would have understood by this point, um, but it just takes a lot of consistency with you staying positive about it and not falling into the trap of getting upset when a kid fails. Um, and we see it a lot. We see it a lot with high school sport coaches. We see it a lot with parenting. Um, kids are terrified to fail, and it's not allowing them to play or perform in life. Let's just talk about uh, sports, but obviously this carries over to life. It's not allowing them to play at their capabilities. So if you're always reprimanding athletes, being tough on them, yelling at them, getting upset about mistakes, I promise you those athletes are going to be more and more aware and scared to make mistakes. And they're going to start playing at a speed that will be beneficial towards not making mistakes. And that's not a hundred percent. So they're going to be playing at maybe let's say 70% of their capacity um, because a cut, let's say 10% is being wasted on them trying to be aware of failure. So they're trying to do everything they can not to fail. So they're not performing at their highest level because 10% of their energy is just paying attention to not failing. Okay. And then the other 20% is literally them performing in a way. So they're aware 10% of them aware of I don't want to fail because I don't want to get yelled at. 20% is they're slowed down 20% because they are literally playing not to lose. Okay. They're playing not to make a mistake, which majority of the time that's going to, if you are a coach, you know, that's going to lead to a mistake. So you have to give them that room to, to make errors, to fail and stay positive about it. Teach them, use it as a tool, but don't reprimand them because they didn't perform something the way you want. If anything, look back on yourself Okay, so if, you're, if your athletes are making a bunch of mistakes, uh, not performing the way you want, aren't understanding what you're asking them to do, really, part of that responsibility is on you as a coach, a parent, a mentor. Okay, so there, there is likely a reason that they are not doing it the way they're supposed to do. So you need to go back to the drawing board, drop the ego, and think about, hey, what can I do better as a parent, as a coach, as a mentor to get the message across and help them realize, A, this is important. B, it's going to be a journey, right? They need they don't need to be afraid to make mistakes as long as they're moving in the right direction. Okay, so they're genuinely trying to get better. Um, that would be my advice in a nutshell to parents, coaches, and anyone that has anything to do with people. This isn't just kids. This this applies to anybody. The awesome part is if you can get them as kids, you can really change their life. Okay. Um, but that's the main thing. That's literally how we help kids shape. It's not this confusing thing. It's how we help them shape their self-confidence is 
getting them comfortable with failure. And that takes patience, consistency, and almost, if you really want to wrap your brain around it, if you're a coach and you're just getting upset and you're yelling and blaming and making kids feel bad, odds are maybe you're afraid of failure yourself because you're not willing to take that 10,000 foot view and say, what could I do better? What am I doing that's failing? How can I get better from what I'm, from my mistakes that are being presented through my athletes? Okay. And that's a tough bullet to bite, but I think really the problem starts with this older generation being not willing to admit with ego that they're okay to fail. And I don't think, again, we talked about this as a, these young kids, but it's very prevalent in every age group and it's a humanistic thing. Um, so that'd be my recommendation. Uh, it's kind of a, a challenging topic, a heavy topic to ask you to look at yourself and say, as a parent, where am I failing and why, and how can I relate this better to my athletes? Um, and how can I make my kid not terrified to make mistakes? How can I support them to where, you know, if they make a mistake, they can keep a smile on their face, they can move on and they can learn from it. And that's going to change their lives for the rest of their lives. People that this isn't just a sport thing. This is something that will allow your kids to have the potential to become what they want to be in sport, in life, in whatever job career they pick, you name it. Okay. So I think that's a big part. And I also know that today's technology amplifies this for the younger generation. Um, They don't really have an opportunity to develop their self-confidence before it's put under or in front of a lot of eyes and a lot of people. So that's the concept I want to talk about today. If you guys have any questions about it, you have some feedback, maybe you learned something, you enjoyed it, drop me a comment, subscribe to the podcast, send us a question on the Instagram, Hanson Athletics, connect with us on any platform at Hanson Athletics. Uh, my personal one's at Coach D. Hanson. And let's talk about it further. Let's have a conversation about it. Let's come up with ways to improve our coaching, especially in our community here in Pocatello. And I would love to hear some feedback. So appreciate you guys listening. Again, have any topic suggestions, shoot them over. Any questions, drop them here. And you guys are the best. Have a great day.